48 hour art check best of podcast in this round josh and i talk about why we tell stories what is it about the human condition that causes us to gravitate towards storytelling and to use storytelling in the way that we teach each other things the 48 hour art check goes live on youtube monday wednesday and friday at 9 p.m california time and we would love to have you there live in the chat we take the best conversations from those and put them here in the podcast. If you get a chance, please leave us a review and share these episodes. Let's go to why. Let's start okay. with a why, because that's a really good, like, why even talk about a story? Why are we even doing stories? Like, what's the point as an artist, an illustrator, cartoonist, what's the point of doing uh, your own story? Why would you do your kid's book? Why, why, why am I writing a graphic novel? Yeah, that's a good start. So here's, I, I think I felt very strongly, I've always felt very strongly about storytelling, but I think Brian McDonald has written maybe the best treatise on the way I feel about storytelling and the importance of it. And so a lot of what I'm talking about, um, and then I'll try to do this in like two or three minutes rather than in, in 45, because I do actually have like a 90 minute lecture on storytelling that I give. But um he, he talks about he talks about it in his book the golden theme and the golden theme is about why human beings are are intrinsically motivated towards story um, and you'll notice that like every time we meet each other we ask a question that's the intent of that question is hey tell me a story it's, how are you doing what's going on lately you know that type of thing we're always asking like please tell me a story so that we can reciprocate and tell them a story because we connect through stories. Um, yeah. But it's interesting because animals have a lot of genetic memory in that when they're born, they are able to know what they need to do pretty quickly within within a couple of weeks at the most. Um, I mean, you know, some of them are walking within an hour, you know, uh, flying within a day or two. And so, um, but human beings actually take about... 19 to 25 years to really like figure out like how to survive in life and we do that by telling each other stories so the example that he gives is that the reason that we wear a seatbelt is because at one point in time our mom told us and i remember my mom telling me hey you gotta wear your seatbelt because i knew this guy who you know put his head through the windshield and you know is horribly disfigured and blah 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 and so like she didn't just say here's a rule follow it she said let me tell you this story of consequence that happens uh, when you when you break this rule, and this is where fairy tales come from, this is where this is where fables come from. They all come from this place of you know here's some stories, and so the only reason that we instinctively quote unquote know to do something is because at some point in time someone has told us a story, and the lesson of that story was actually to uh, teach us what to do or what not to do. And so if you look at like you know, the reason that a little kid doesn't eat the red berries in the bush is because at some point in time, somebody told him a story, oh, I knew this guy who got really sick, you know, or blah, blah, blah. Or the reason I wear a helmet on a motorcycle, and this doesn't even make any sense, is my mom knew a guy or claims to have known a guy who is decapitated because he lost control of the motorcycle and went off into a field and hit a barbed wire fence and was decapitated. And I don't even know how it is that mom's either know or claim to know so many people who have died so horrifically, but it's almost universal. And so I think, I think the reason that we tell stories is because at a core level, 
at a basic core level, that is the only way that we can learn how to survive as human beings. It's, it's like, I mean, that's why religions tell stories. That's why politicians tell stories. That's why parents tell stories. And that's why we tell each other stories is because we are wired on a basic level um, for storytelling. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point, and that definitely explains a lot of the didactic nature of stories too, where it's like you know almost educational, um, or like a, a story with a moral, right? Um, that you know kind of, or a subtle moral or something like that. But then there's also that other weird element of story, right? That like has nothing to do with didactic. It's just sheer entertainment or maybe right. it's just kind of a, like a screenshot of reality but it, it doesn't necessarily have have a have a point um or, or a point that's like a clear didactic point um so that's fascinating too because even though there's all this ingrained kind of biological storytelling in our society um there's even this other part that doesn't seem very biological where we just really enjoy stories, but it does probably, I agree with you. It probably does originate at its core from that, like that biological kind of instinct for storytelling, because we, for some reason learn better from stories. And I think that kind of learning allows for crazier, way more complicated um, innovations like um, fashions and, uh, different clothing for different weather and, and certain things that make like human beings really unique right. as human beings kind of do rely around stories. So that's really, I don't know that what, that is interesting. I, what, I don't know if I've heard it put that way. What if you, what, what about this? I'm curious in your thoughts on this, even the ones that don't seem like they have a clear moral, um, they're not clearly educational. I think we're drawn to that because they're relational. I think, I think we are social creatures. Human beings, I mean, it says it in the Bible, it says it in a bunch of other places, we're not meant to be alone. Like it's not, we are not, we are not built as social, as, as, as isolationists. We are, we are built as a social creature. And whenever you get human beings that isolate themselves, they don't do well. They don't do well psychologically. They don't do well physically. They start to yeah. not do well. And so I wonder if our our draw to storytelling, even though the storytelling doesn't have a message, is that it's helping us relate to other people. Like I can, I can see their motivations and I can see their fears and I can see their whatevers and I begin to connect and it, I'm, I'm like practicing my connections. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. I'd agree with that. Um, it's, it, it's interesting too because stories have existed for a long time. Like there's, a, there's an Art Spiegelman essay he wrote about comics and kind of the history of comics. And he actually made the assertion that, that comics um, kind of predate uh, written stories. Right. And so he was kind of bringing it back to like when, like why they're even called stories. I think it's in like Greece or something that it, the word story actually originated from like the story of a building. Um, and so to designate the difference on each floor, they would illustrate it with like didactic pictures that you could follow sequentially that would tell a story. It was kind of ornamental, but it would signify each story of the building. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it goes even further back, you know, to like hieroglyphics and, and, far before that like i mean you could look at chevette cave where you have these these stories illustrated on the wall of mm -hmm. you know 
and what's funny is like it's it's one of the few kind of cave paintings where it's hard to even draw it back to like a hunt it's just these really pretty pictures of like buffalo running but there's no like this is how we murder buffaloes kind of stuff in there um so it so it is interesting to me that like sequential art telling stories kind of predates back there and so and along and along with that one of the things that's really fascinating about a lot of those ancient stories is it, it, is, it seems like every culture has a creation story. They all have rituals around um, their origin story. And so as, as a people, here's how we came to be. Or as, a, as the earth, here's how the earth was created. And they have yeah. rituals um, that happen in tem- temples and dances and prayers and other things um, anciently where they would get together and they would tell each other the creation story of their of their tribe or of the world or of their gods. And, and there's always like this origin of like, here's how we came to be. And this is, this is where it was. And they did that through theater and dance and music and, and, and storytelling. And, and um, there's even, there's even uh, uh, the book of breathings from uh, Egypt is this old Egyptian, obviously it's old, uh, this ancient, ancient Egyptian um, funeral text and it's it's kind of this. Uh, it, it has it has several angels uh, or celestial beings standing on either side of what seems to be a giant screen, and a bunch of people watching this screen. And on the screen, like a movie, you have playing out um, the the ancient Egyptian mythography around um, uh, the the creation of the world. And so there, and and that is a very common a very common thread in all cultures. Is like let's unite together as a people with a common belief in how we are created and we'll tell each other that story every month or you know every full moon or once a year during the you know whatever solstice or there's always like times and seasons in which we get together and we tell each other these types of stories and we do that now as modern people you know let's let's get together there there are people that will get together on christmas and read luke 2 and have the kids wear bathrobes and act it out and you know people are acting like sheep and stuff like that and you have you have these these traditions that are built around storytelling that are that are just yeah. fascinating yeah for sure um wow okay this is definitely a heavy topic cuz i'm i'm like now i'm wanting to dip into more of a personal like why do you and I tell stories? Um, because I think that probably has to do with like the origin of what might ignite that initial spark. Yeah. But uh, but I'm sure we have like our own kind of narrative on why we tell stories. So let's remember that one for the next uh, art check because I think we can dip into that um, much more thoroughly. For the next for the next episode, which we will do in two days, um, I would like to know those of you that tell stories. I would like to know why you tell stories. Um, and we'll include some of those comments. And so leave those, leave those comments on this video and, and we'll pull them up. We'll pull them up next, next time we meet. Um, cause I think it'll be interesting to hear what Josh and I have to say, but I'm also super interested in what you guys have to say. I think everybody's reasons are, are going to have some commonalities, but I think they're also going to, um, to be very personal and very different. And so, uh, as many of those stories as we can get, I'd, I'd love to get that is why, why do you spend your time telling stories? So that's the episode. Hopefully you enjoyed that. We're going to continue this conversation and talk about why we personally uh, like to share stories. But we had a bonus conversation about the importance of exercising when you're creating art 
and uh, it, it was kind of interesting. So I thought I'd tack it on here at the end. Oh, you can. Other than that, like I, I, I am planning on hopefully getting back on the exercise thing, which I do think relates to art. If you're a younger artist and you're like I was, and you're hearing about working out, and you're like, "What are these guys talking about? That's jock crap." <laughs> and this is not art stuff because I was like a very like unjock type kid. And uh, I, I'll just say, like, you will reach an age where you'll be like, oh, this is part of art because otherwise I hurt when I'm working on art. Because right. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a bad posture scenario, usually, most art making. Yeah, it's not, it's not great for sure. Um, I used to do all kinds of things. I was a three-sport athlete in high school. I, I don't consider myself a jock, but I was a three-sport athlete in high school. And then I also, um, once I once I got into the workforce, um, I started rock climbing in college, and I just happened to live with some guys that rock climbed in my first job, and so we would go rock climbing like three or four times a week. Like we'd all get off work and just just hit the rock, and so like I'm like literally just hanging by my fingertips for hours at a time. And man, I was in such good shape. I was also like. 24 but i mean i could do i could do on my offhand a one-handed pull-up if i had a good enough grip and wow. uh and, and i could do that with either hand and now i can do four pull-ups if i have both hands cleanly on there i was working out with a buddy of mine and uh and he's he was like hey let's uh let's do this and he's like 10 years younger than me He's got the genetics that are on his side that I don't have, you know, and uh, and he's like, all right. So I said, okay. So take it easy on me. He's like, okay, we'll take it easy. He goes to do pull-ups and he's like, okay, just uh, just put this belt on and attach the weights, and then you can hold the medicine ball with your legs. And I was like, what about just the extra forty pounds that I have just attached to my body that I walk <laughs> around with all the time? How's that for some extra weight? I don't need to add weight to this situation. Yeah, yeah I, I got I, my I, belt. It's permanently attached <laughs> to my stuff. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I'd like to get rid of that. Oh, uh, anyway. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah like uh, for me, if you flash back to like 24, it's like, you know, just sitting and talking and goofing off with people <laughs> and just enjoying this ridiculous metabolism that would just burn fat. <laughs> and than like just hitting this age where it's like that stopped and like 40 pounds just came really yeah. quick. So no, I, uh, um, I, I used to bomb hills on longboards and used to run. We used to, I was in different leagues for volleyball and soccer. And then I got married and got a real job. And, and then it was <laughs> just like, you know, it's not like rock yeah. climbing is something that you can just go do. It takes, no. There's, there's no, there's no actual, like in a gym, it's different, but in actual rock climbing, there's no way to do it in less than like four and a half hours. You know, it's like, yeah. that's what you're doing that evening. There's nothing else. Yeah. And so, yeah. uh, anyway, I just never really, it just, I just got out of the habit. Marriage was way more fun than exercise. And then it just became a habit to not exercise. So <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, hopefully we'll both get back on that horse. So uh, should we call it? Should we should we call this thing? Yeah. So basically, yeah. If you guys are listening, uh, you know, make sure you have some kind of exercise with your art, and uh, and let us know how you make stories. We really want to know. So let us know in the chats. 
Absolutely. And if you want to see Josh's stories, go to quarterlystories.com. It's even in the name. And I uh, just posted a new page to tapas.io. So go check that out. Uh, you can find my work at coreycur.com. Also, I just posted a bunch of stuff to Instagram. If you want to see like some close-up videos of the inks and everything that I did, uh, you can check that out. Game over.